재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Yes, we are, uh, well, boarding planes, trains, boats, automobiles, anything we like, because today is all about transportation when it comes to idioms. That's right, and we will first jump on the bandwagon, because everybody's doing it. Oh, well, they are, yes. It's to join an activity that's become a very popular, or it's to change uh, your opinion to one that has become the mainstream, so you can share in its success. That's right. So, for example, we can say, uh, well, after a couple of politicians won elections by promising to cut taxes and whatnot, Most of others uh, jumped on the bandwagon. Yes, or the success of the products led to many firms trying to jump on the bandwagon. And when we look at the origin of this, we can go back to the 19th century. Yes, a way back to when circuses were one of the most popular kinds of entertainment. Now... Back then, circuses were especially famous for their showy parades, mm-hmm. and bright and ornamental bandwagons were a big part of those parades. No one wanted to miss them. You know, it was a, it was a big deal back then. We didn't have television. We didn't have, we didn't have c- cinema. We didn't have radio. People entertaining people right in front of you. Absolutely. Now, towards the end of the 1800s, there were some politicians who actually saw the benefit of these uh, bright, showy, ornamental parades and bandwagons and they started using bandwagons for their campaigns and as such these campaigns become more and more successful thanks to the bandwagons and other people and other politicians sought to rent seats on the bandwagon and ride it through town and in doing so they received you know valuable face time with the public and they believed that the success of the original campaign would rub off on them so if you're Mm. jumping on the bandwagon well some people used to do it quite literally and now we do it uh, metaphorically sure just to get people to like us maybe to be on the bandwagon? Absolutely. Well, maybe, perhaps you could all end up in the same boat. To be in a certain situation, it could be pleasant, it could be unpleasant, or just have the same problem as other people. Yes, yeah, so for example, uh, Panita, can you can you pay for lunch today, please? Oh, I can't, sorry. Payday is tomorrow, so I'm in the same boat as you. Ah, right. Or, Tom was fired from his job yesterday, now he's in the same boat as Mary. She hasn't had a job since July. Oh my goodness, and it's October. That's that's really tough. Yeah. My gosh. That that would be quite unfortunate. <laughs> Luckily they're fictional, so it's yes. fine. <laughs> uh, if we take a look at the uh, origin, in the same boat has one of the longest history as an idiom. It was first uh, coined or first started to be used by ancient Greeks to refer to the little risks that passengers have in a small boat and what they face. So as time passed by, it kind of gained a figurative meaning and people began to use it to mean uh, any unpleasant situation or problems, not only when people are in a small boat, but in other situations. And I guess that could be true. It's like you're trying to save uh, yourself, trying to save uh, you know your life when the storm comes, but you're in the same boat as everybody else. Everybody's yeah. trying to do the same thing. In the same situation. There we go. Well, I don't know if, if that sounds a little depressing to be stuck in a boat out on sea, then, uh, well, you may want to fall off the wagon. Because to be on the wagon, Bajaj, means to decide not to drink any alcohol, to uh, be teetotal. Okay. Uh, don't offer any wine. She's uh, she's on the wagon. Or how long has John been on the wagon this time? Um, now, we, we look at this and we look at its origins. You think, what is what have wagons got to do with alcohol? But, uh, well, there are a couple of possibilities. Uh, one of the most common ones says that it comes from prisoners who are on their way to jail on the back of a wagon. Oh, wow. Okay, so they were, they were, they were off. This was their last moment of freedom. Uh-huh. And they were allowed one last drink in the local pub. 
uh, before before going through enforced temperance in their cells. Mm-hmm. Uh, so once they got on the wagon heading to jail, they couldn't drink any alcohol anymore. So that final drink in the local pub was, uh, you know, a little celebration before, you know, two years, three years, five years, a the rest lifetime. of your life. Yes, there's another story, though, um, uh, and some people say it's more accurate, that it originates from being on the water wagon. So back in the old days, water wagons would come through town and they would hose down the streets to keep the dust from getting out of hand. So sitting atop this wagon meant you were drinking water, not alcohol. Um, So we're unsure where it comes from, but what we do know, this expression to be on the wagon is common, but also to fall off the wagon is a common one. It's the antonym of this idiom. It's the opposite of wow. Yeah, so meaning someone starts to drink again after a period of uh, teetotalism. Okay. Not drinking anymore versus drinking a whole lot. Well, if two or more people who who meet once or twice by chance for a short time serendipitously, perhaps, and don't see each other again, you can say that ships are passing in the night. So, for example, uh, he met a girl who was visiting from Canada. But uh, as she was going back home soon, he thought they would never see each other again like ships passing in the night. Or a few minutes ago, Jason spoke to a nice man at the coffee shop, but he forgot to ask for his name. And just like ships that pass at night, he could never see that man again. But this is quite interesting. I've never heard of this before. I've never used it. never heard other people use it either. But it comes from ships that greet each other, uh, flashing lights at night. You know, we kind of do this with... Bus drivers when they sure. pass a little each bit of other. a wave. Sure, for for motorcyclists as well. But the odds of these ships encountering again, I mean, the huge ocean is is quite low. And this sort of ship passing situation began to be applied to people who met for the first or second time and then never see each other again. Yes, it's 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 a sad one mm-hmm. that I think, but uh, but it is true that sometimes we meet people and uh, we're never destined to see each other again. So we have some very interesting expressions here. You know, we have ships passing by in the night. We have on the wagon. We have in the same boat. And going back to bandwagons, uh, our producer's given us an interesting little a little comment. You see, he's a big sports fan. I think he's a uh, he's a big fan of the of the baseball mainly. And uh, he has he has a definition for us for a band wagoner. Yeah, I, I've heard of this a lot when it comes to sports. So when playoff season come, especially uh, for my friends back home, for the LA Lakers, for example, not doing too well oh dear. Uh, since Kobe left, but that's okay. But, you know, they're rooting for their team. But just when uh, the, the playoffs came around and the opposite team was doing really good, yeah. then they'll start jumping on that bandwagon. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And especially for something like baseball, you know, when it comes to the playoffs, this uh-huh. is the last, you know, the, the last just couple of weeks of the season. Right. There have been 162 games, usually. You know, I think certain, certainly in, in Major League Baseball, you know, and if you only jump on for the playoffs, you, you really are a bandwagoner. That's true. But the Los Angeles Dodgers have been doing quite well. And people are saying, so this is the, the thing. Yeah. The Yankees have been doing quite well. Right. I don't know if the Dodgers, are they out yet? But I don't know. But I don't think they're out yet. So people are saying, so what if the New York Yankees and the Dodgers have the World Series? How amazing would that be? It'd be legendary. Would it, I, don't, I don't know, to be honest. Okay. I don't follow sports. I'm not a bandwagoner, I tell you that. That's, I'm, I'm definitely a bandwagoner. I only watch sports when, when um, 
it's like the finals or like the big game or the big match. In any case, lots of transportation idioms for you. It's the end of part three. We'll leave you with Dinah Washington. You've been a good old wagon.